Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Surrounding yourself with the right people. Why is this important? Why is this something that ties into business? We're going to be talking about that today on The Indie Parents. Thank you so much for joining us. We are The Indie Parent Podcast. It's consisted of myself, Amy Belgart, and I'm a blogger, business owner, and Desiree Fawn, my co-host. We are so happy that you're joining us again this Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And if you're new to the show, hi, welcome. We are a couple of girls that decided to put together this show for indie parents. And if you're wondering what an indie parent is, basically, it's a parent who works for themselves, sometimes from home, sometimes in a mobile office, sometimes at a coffee shop. It's just a group of parents who are entrepreneurs and we have dreams and big goals and we're just trying to support each other. So welcome. You can learn more about us at theindieparent.com. Go follow us on Twitter at The Indie Parent, on Facebook at The Indie Parent. And we have a great Facebook group too if you are interested in joining our community. And you can get to that by going to theindieparent.com as well. And we also like to use the hashtag IndieParent for our Instagram photos and Twitter updates. We like to post a lot of photos of our crazy days as indie parents, And we would like to see your photos as well. So make sure that you do that too. Okay, today we're talking about a topic that I am very, very passionate about and really believe that this is one of the keys to having a successful business, especially if you are self-employed or you're living this crazy indie parent life. It's surrounding yourself with the right people. We're going to kind of go through what that means and why this is so important. And I'm sure that you can relate to this if you're a business owner and you're a part of the communities that people who are in your line of work are in. So that could be online. It could be even a Facebook group or some kind of forum or bulletin board type thing, whatever it is. And it can also be in real life as well. When you go to local meetings or you have phone calls when you and you even have a team, you know? And so how do the people that you surround yourself with affect your work production, your your inspiration, and your drive, and maybe just your well-being? It's so, so important that you really analyze. And sometimes we don't have control over who we are stuck with, especially if it's our family members. This is another thing that we're going to dive into. And maybe we should talk about family first. And Desiree, um, you know, we can't really choose our family. And sometimes we have family members or even close friends that are very supportive about what we do and our crazy dreams. And we don't necessarily make sense to everyone in the world because we do things kind of, we're unusual, you know, we're different. So how do you deal with the people that you have to have in your life, but are somewhat negative and and kind of suck 
your joy and your happiness from you? How do you deal with that? Oh, I find myself to be a fairly positive person and I wasn't always positive. I, I used to be a pretty negative kind of grumpy person. Um, and I would say, you know, like in my late teens, I was a little bit angsty, a little bit, I'm sure Amy can relate to this. Yes. I feel like you might've been an angsty teen too. Totally <laughs> um, was. But, you know, after, especially after I had Gretchen too, it was, it's the life's too short kind of, you know, motivation that takes over and you, you know, why would you bother being so grumpy all the time? Why would you be in a life that makes you miserable every day? And that I think is what leads most people to the indie parent lifestyles that you want to do your own thing. You want to be with your family. You want to enjoy life. In our um, indie parent Facebook group the other day, I put up a little picture that I found. It was like a quote that said something along the lines of, there's got to be more to life than just paying bills and dying. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really rings true in a kind of silly out there way that do you really just want to work and then just give all your money to your bills and your house and your everything and, and then that's it? Like what, what did you accomplish? What did you leave behind? What did you learn? Where did you go? What kind of adventures were you on? Like, you know, what are people going to say in your obituary that they worked nine to five every day and then kicked it? <laughs> Sounds kind of extreme, but do you want that to be the end for you? And I think that a lot of staying positive means that you have to be able to weed out the people in your life who are drains on that. Um, and if it's family members, I don't mean to cut off communication from people who don't get what you're doing, but it's, you know, having a dialogue with them in a way that they can relate to or they can understand. And like we mentioned in a previous episode, it's, I mean, if you just show these people how happy you are, how can they argue with that? Even if they don't really get it, even if it's not for them, I think that, you know, I'll take my mother for an example. Um, she doesn't really get what I do, but she in herself, I would say, is technically an indie parent. I mean, her kids don't live at home anymore. Me and my brother don't live there. But she always did her own kind of thing. And now she owns her own business, a small business, but the same kind of thing. And when she sees what I do, I think it's because it's online that it's a, a big disconnect there that even though she's doing her own business thing, it doesn't look like the same thing that I'm doing. So it's yeah. weird. And it's not that she's always negative about it, but she is kind of, I think, sort of unaware at the time that I spend working, you know, whereas she'll say something like, well, I work all day, you know, as though I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think, And I think for a lot of people who work online, it's that sort of negativity that we get. Like way back in yeah. the first episode, I think we talked about the friend at school who, when I asked them to go for coffee one morning, they, their response was, well, I, I have a job. Well, right, right, right. <laughs> I get it. Um, so I think that especially when it's family, it's just, it's talking to them about it in a way that they can relate to. And again, just showing them that you're happy and successful or working towards successful if you're not there yet. And that, you know, it's okay to have different aspirations in that part of your life. And just because it's not what that looks like for them doesn't mean it's not something that they should support you. And if they really, really don't support you, then honestly, I would avoid talking about work with them. You can just, yeah. that you know, it doesn't have to be a part of your conversation, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I've noticed that I kind of do the same thing as well. If I know that it's going to be a conversation that's going to leave me feeling kind of defeated and like, feel almost bad about my happiness, then I don't even approach it at all. I don't even talk about it, even though it's something that is a huge part of my life. And 
I can share all those things with certain people. If, if you're with someone that's not supportive or doesn't understand it enough to try to even be supportive, then like Desiree said, find some common ground for some things that you could talk about and relate to together where you're not going to feel those emotions because it will, I don't like leaving any kind of conversation with people who are either I'm really close to, whether they're my, my family or friends, leaving feeling defeated or like I said, bad about being excited, you know, and, and there's like, you know, there's those people in your, in your life that try to like chop you down, you know? So like, if you say, Oh, I just, you know, I got to experience this really cool thing, like maybe a backstage tour for a movie, or um, I got to go to a red carpet premiere for this movie. And it was, it was so much fun. And, and this and that they'll say, Oh, I hated that movie, you know, or something like that. It's kind of like this, like, way to defeat what your happiness and, and really what that means is the the person dishing that out is the one that's really unhappy and has their it that's that's their own stuff that they're bringing into your conversation it has nothing to do with you whatsoever and it's, you know even it really and even when you do know that it's it still it sucks you dry, you know, especially if you're, if you're like me and you're just, you're very passionate about something and someone just kind of crushes it, even though, you know, it's not you, it's them. It still hurts. Yeah. And so, and sometimes, you know, we're in these situations where we can't just stop talking to those family members, but I do see myself as I get older, not investing a whole lot of time and people who, you know, are that way. No, it's true. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you do have the choice, say it's a friend and maybe you've been friends for years, but you are really just not getting that joy from being yourself around them. You have to really analyze the people in your life and are they enhancing your life or are they simply there out of obligation and how much time do you want to spend in that? So anyway, that's something to keep in mind um, with your with your family and maybe something, some way to deal with it. It's like Desiree said, the best, you don't need to defend yourself and you don't need to explain yourself of why you do what you do and why it makes you happy. Just simply live and be happy. And that's enough for your defense. It's true. I mean, you never hear someone defending the fact that they work in a big corporation in a nine to five. No one is, well, why do you do that? It's, it's sort of a given. So mm-hmm. I, I see no reason for people who have chosen their own path uh, career-wise and life-wise to have to defend your decisions. As long as you're not hurting anyone, like what's yeah. <laughs> me working from home doesn't hurt anyone. If not, if anything, it, it enhances the life, I think, of my daughter and my family because we get to spend more time together. And yes. that's sort of the dream. Right. Exactly. So there's that issue. And then the, the big one to me is the community that you choose to invest time with, that you choose to associate with. And I think each field probably has a community either online or offline that they get together with regularly or they check in daily with. And I mean, with social media being what it is in 2015, most of those communities are online. And unfortunately, that dynamic is so different from in real life in that it can be so much more negative. 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and communication is lost. Translation is lost a lot on social media because you can't feel the person's emotion. Um, you know, you can't get the vibe as as easily than when you're with someone face to face. All those things make it really tricky. And so, you know, for example, in the blogging and social media field that we work in, there are a lot of Facebook groups, especially. And there's also networks like Mossberg Media is a network, for example. And I have to say, there are some very mean, destructive groups out there that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm sure that this exists in every field. This is just what I know. And what surprises me about it the most is the people who are a part of that group, but don't necessarily engage in what's, you know, the, the ugly stuff that happens, but still stick around. And I'm always curious about those people. Why are they a part of something that is so negative and is not really lifting them up and enhancing their experience. So what is it that is comfortable or safe about that environment? Because it's not a safe environment. So I, I don't know what it is. And, and maybe it comes from, you know, insecurities. And maybe they I don't think, think that it. they're worth moving up beyond something like that. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. do you think it what do you think it is? I think there's there's a type of person who really really feeds on negativity and yeah. those are the people that n that nothing good happens to them. I really do believe that like attracts like and if you're a miserable crummy person then miserable crummy things are going to happen to you. Um that's not to say that you know if you put on a smile every single day and go you'll win the lottery and life will be fabulous, but if you can't be positive at all then I'm not sure how you would expect that good things would just come to you because you're not, you know, kind of putting that energy out there, which sounds a little bit hokey, I guess. But any time in my life where I have felt really frustrated about something or, um, you know, when I was in my earlier 20s and couldn't pay my bills and worked at a crappy cafe and, you know, couldn't make ends meet in that way, every single time I felt like I had hit rock bottom, I would, you know, just sort of give in and, you know, say to, we'll call it the universe, like, all right, I, you know, I, I just trust that it will work out. I know that life will get better. This isn't the worst moment ever. And something would always happen every single time. I've never, ever not had the universe serve me in some way so that I could continue with what I was doing. You know, whether it sounds a little, I guess, spiritual to say, you know, like you're looking for a sign or you just you have to pay attention to the things that happen in your life. If you keep, you know, coming across the same person over and over and the same sort of ideas are coming up, it's like, well, talk to them. If that, if you know, you feel like drawn to that person or if someone is putting you down all the time, all the time and you keep being around them, well, then I think, you know, the pattern that's going to happen there. So it's, they're, they're just there's so much negativity out there. It doesn't, it doesn't need us to feed it anymore. And again, I can use my mother as an example for this because again, uh, as I said before, she will never listen to this podcast because she doesn't understand the internet. <laughs> um, she, she is generally quite negative. And every time I talk to her on the phone, it's like some new drama has befallen. And I'm like, well, I think you just, you have to have a different attitude about it. And and I've met a lot of people in my life who 
you know, I'm sure you've met people like this too, Amy, who it's like every time you talk to them, something terrible has just happened. Oh, and yes. my mom had forgot to renew her driver's like or the plate sticker on the back of her car, but she got pulled over for speeding. <laughs> and that was an issue. And she she's, you know, blaming the police officer for pulling yeah. her over. It's like, well, yeah. but you, <laughs> you did that. <laughs> You know, just these people who is who are very woe is me, and it sounds mean, but I really don't have time for people who are uh, self pitiers, I suppose, because there's always something that you can be doing to better your situation. There's always that, an, a next step. Yes, and as far as business goes, you cannot move forward, even if you take out the health that it has on you as being a part of that. You cannot go forward in business in the, in those surroundings. You cannot. No. You will be stuck in that with with them, miserable with them, and just the energy that is in that community or that space will suck you dry. And you also, since there is a lot of drama and, and negativity that goes on there, that's a lot of time you take reading that, being a part of that. And then you take that with you when you leave the computer, it's on your mind. And if it's a deal where like people keep commenting and you've got to put in your two cents and it's a back and forth thing, you have wasted so much valuable time that you could be doing something so amazing. And so much mental energy too. Like you so just much. have to, exhausting. if it's a Facebook thread, just there's oh, a little forget it. like stop forget notifications it. button, just do that. Just get away from yeah. it because it doesn't really matter. Someone's coming after you, especially online. What, what? If you don't believe that thing about you that they are saying or that, you know, hate that they are promoting, then why bring it into your life? If you can make the decision to just see you later. There's a, yeah. a saying in Polish, and I will totally butcher this. Niż mój cyrk, niż moja małpi. I'm sure I'm saying that really terribly, but it's the... <laughs> not my circus, not my monkeys, like not my problem. That is not about me. I don't need to put my energy into it. Right. Even when you, your name is mentioned, it's usually never about you. Never. It's about what they are bringing. It's their own stuff that they're bringing into your, your space. And you can choose to eat it up or you can choose to spit it out. And, and as far as business goes, Analyzing the people that you either want to mentor from or learn from, um, work with, collaboration is something that is also very important. You have to really know who those people are and invest in. And that's not to say that you just are friends with someone for a short bit and you realize, oh, I don't need them. I'll push them to the side. That's not what I mean. I mean, the people that you are closest with are people who are positive, that lift you up that aren't always just there to serve a business purpose, which I also see in, in, in business, you know, just sort of using someone to advance to the next level or to get a piece from them and then moving on. That's not what I mean. I mean, those people that you always go to when you're having a challenge when it comes to business or you really just can't figure something out or you want to learn from, these are the people that you always go to and you do usually for years. In the blogging community, there are people that I met at my very first blogging conference that I still look at as role models that are smart business ladies, that are go-getters, that don't get wrapped up in drama and woe is me mindset. They are people that I can always go to and I feel inspired to be around. 
you should always feel inspired to be with the people that you're with, right? I mean, you should always feel like, ah, oh, like they should always get you excited about you're you're happy for them because they work so hard and and then yeah. you can learn from them and and I cannot stress the importance of being with those people and being in those communities. If you are in a community that has even just a tiny bit of negativity in it, cut it out and leave. And yeah. you know, sometimes we have teams and we have large teams and there are certain team members that we we can't cut out. And we have to have, and so we have to do our best to still always be that light in that dark place and always shine and always show your happiness and positivity. I mean, it's okay to be vulnerable and show that, hey, I've had a really bad day. But if that is your entire message and that is your entire dialogue all the time, it's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had mentioned before, there's those people who, especially on Facebook, you see who you know, it's either they won the lottery or their grandma died. You know, like it's it's always the ups and downs, ups and downs. Like they only go to Facebook to vent or brag. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a mean way to put it, but yeah, you know what I mean. It's oh yeah, never, yeah. Like I said, social media is the worst place, really, for for that. It's because it's so easy to to share that and to hide behind the even though you're profile pic is there. It's not really you. It's, it's like typed words and it's just not the same. And most people wouldn't say any of these things in real life. And it's so funny because like what, especially for what we do as bloggers and writers online and then, and then the vast change for when we go to a blogging conference and we meet these people that we see online that do come across very negative or or maybe even mean personally to us, how different they are in real life. They're much more pleasant in real life, I will say. (laughs) And, And so maybe one thing to keep in mind is if you do have a job that, you know, like writing or something that's online, are you the same person in real life as you are online? That is a good test to give yourself. Are you that same voice? And do you realize also how important and powerful your voice is? And so if it is that powerful, what do you choose to do with it? Are you really going to choose to do with it in petty, negative ways? Why? Mm-hmm. What do you, who, who are you going to help? And do you care about helping anyone, especially yourself? I mean, of course, we should probably help ourselves first. So that we can help others. And that's probably part of the problem. People are miserable. And so they want everyone else to be miserable. And that's what keeps them comfortable. That's a safe place to be. Because you don't have to take risks. You don't have to um, own up to anything. Validate anything. You can just complain. And it's very easy to complain. It's an easy, easy life. It really is. Even though it is very taxing and energy sucking. And not at all fun. It's an easy way to live. And people, when they're miserable, really like other people to tell them it's okay to be miserable. They Oh, yes. They like to collect that validation. Like, Amy, I'm, I'm just miserable. And this person did this to me. And you're like, man, yeah, you should be miserable. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay miserable. No. Yes. <laughs> 
get over it. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. And we, and we all have like, you know, like I said, I mean, we all have moments where we have to be vulnerable and be honest. And if we're going through something rough, which we all do, it's okay to share that. And you don't have to mask it or cover it up or say like, oh, this never happens. Everything is sparkly and beautiful all the time. It's not. Life is messy. It's 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 how you react to those situations that matters. And it's okay to not always be happy and go lucky. But then what do you do as a result? Do you snap out of it? Do you find a solution to move forward? Did you learn from that? You know, which we talk about a lot on our show. Did you learn from that really crappy situation? And then what did you learn? And then how can we make that a positive moving forward? If you don't have that mindset and you're stuck in this cycle and this rut and these, you know, these excuses like we talked about on one of our past shows, then I don't even know how you can have a business, honestly. How can you? If you're always paying attention to what everyone else is doing and, oh, my gosh, I'll never be able to do that. Or they're really ticking me off because they are doing that. And, oh, my, they're doing this wrong. And and they really should be reported. If you're so if you're wrapped up in that cycle, you will not be able to grow yourself. And so look at the people I, I would challenge you if you're listening to the show. Look at the people who are in your communities. It, maybe even look at some of your friends. Are they lifting you up and inspiring you and supporting you? And really think about that and analyze that and maybe make some decisions because maybe that is part of what is holding you back from moving forward. Because man, I tell you, it affects everything in your life. Absolutely. And look at, are you supporting them? You know, are you, are your friends just your friends because they support you? Like, do you give that back, give that feedback back to them? It has to be that two-way street or one of you is going to suck the other dry. And yes, that's, not I, that's such a good point. Yes, that's such a good point. I think that and that's easy to do, especially if you are knee deep in a project like I'm doing all the time and then someone really needs my advice or mm-hmm. needs my time. And this is somebody that isn't one of those friends that just tries to suck me dry and it's one-sided. These are people that I want to help. I sometimes force myself, I have to remove myself from what I'm doing and stop and help them because even with, it doesn't feel like a convenient time or Mm -hmm. even sometimes I say, Hey, I'm going to help you. I'm going to get back to you later. I promise I will not forget you. I will come back to this and then get back to it later. But yes, do not forget those in your life who are your biggest supporters and your biggest fans and that have helped you so much. And I promise you it will reward you immensely if you do that. Okay, so we've chatted a bit about the, you know, how to stay away from that negativity and, and what that can do to your life and what that can do to your success in business. So now we're going to kind of dive into where can you find those positive influences, those positive people who you need to surround yourself with in order to be successful. And I think one big one for me in the sort of blogging sphere, and this will relate to a lot of different workplaces because a lot of workplaces have this sort of thing, is a conference. Um, I met Amy at a conference and, uh, well, for, met her in person for the first time at a conference. Um, we had met online before that. Meeting people in real life is a really good way to sort of judge you know, how you guys are going to get along in the long run, because, you know, meeting someone online, everyone's a little more polite sometimes, you know, when they're not dishing out the uh, negative BuzzFeed tough po comments. 
Um, but when you're meeting people online, everyone's like a little bit guarded, I think. Um, yeah. But it's kind of cool to meet people in person and finally get to know them. And Amy was exactly what I thought she'd be when I met her. Even better. Even better. <laughs> and it, it's really cool to get to see those people because no matter what your workplace is, there's going to be colleagues, whether you work on your own, if you're an uh, independent masseuse, or if you read tarot cards, or if you take people on hiking tours, you know, even if you do that on your own, there's other, there's other people doing that same thing. So you got to find those people and then find the ones who are doing really cool things that you're interested in and find out if you click with them. You know, Facebook groups have been a huge one for me. And while they can be very overwhelming, there can, you know, I am probably in a hundred more than I actually participate in. I plan on right. sort of weeding those out. But finding people in those that are positive and sharing cool experiences and, you know, everyone's sort of uplifting each other. I mean, I'm in a cool like social media management Facebook group because that's what our one business is. And people are like, you know what, I just signed this really cool client. And I'm just really excited. Thanks for the help that you've given me. And everyone gets really excited. And it, it kind of lifts everyone else up. We're like, yeah, right. we can do that. We can do that. And right. people are giving little tips and resources and things like that. And no matter what sphere you're in, I'm going to say you'll be able to find a Facebook about it. Um, unless you work in the I hate social media. Business. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming and, you'll be able to find some sort of online community in that way. Another th another thing to keep in mind is not necessarily limiting yourself to just your niche. Like maybe it's a business group or maybe it's someone that kind of does what you do, but they do it differently because there are so many things you could learn from people, even if they're doing a completely different line of work, just as a business owner. Mm hmm or an entrepreneur. So that's the thing that also keep in mind. Stuff or yes. advertising stuff or yes. who knows what, yeah. You may not think on the surface like, oh, we have nothing in common, but I can guarantee you that you'll learn something different that you can use in your field that you may have never thought of before. Mm -hmm. I mean, just because I'm not an artist doesn't mean I couldn't learn something from an artist about the way I present my work or mm -hmm. you know, the, something I display on my website doesn't mean they couldn't learn something from me about, you know, the way I approach Twitter or something like that. You know, there's always something you can take from other people who are positive, successful, or again, working toward it. It's people you see on that trajectory, not the people who you see who are sort of like hovering and making those excuses that we talked about in one of our last episodes. You got to find the people who are like headed where you're headed. You know what yes, I mean? That definitely. same line. Yeah. Well, I think Desiree is going to wrap this up with some homework, which is something we want to now include with every <laughs> show. We want you to take away something, really analyze what you're doing. So Desiree, take it away. All right. This is your homework. I'm going to tap on my little blackboard, little, <laughs> little teacher. So what you're going to do, I'm going to assume that everyone listening to this has Facebook and that at times you find yourself scrolling through the news feed going, okay, like, blah, blah, blah. that's boring, that's boring. I want you to go through there, go to your news feed right now, even if it's on your phone or wherever you are, and I want you to find five to ten, and honestly, I don't think it'll be hard to do, miserable, whiny, self-deprecating, grumpy posts. <laughs> Uh, from people, from businesses, from whatever, just stuff that you look at and you're like, oh. you know, <laughs> there are people in your list. It doesn't matter who they are. There are people who, when you scroll by their posts, you roll your eyes and you go, oh, for God's sake, you know, those people. <laughs> and 
I want you to go to that little arrow that points down and then unfollow or I don't want to see this or see fewer posts or whatever it says and just click that and it goes away. Some people take issue with unfriending people on Facebook like they're afraid some drama will be caused. If that's the, I mean, I don't care. I will unfriend you. Don't, don't be posting a bunch of crap there, Amy. I will unfriend you in a heartbeat. Okay, okay. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but if it's just something that, you know, you know that you're so frustrated every time you see them and it's not something you can change. You can't jump into their life and change all their problems into beautiful rainbows. Just, just unfollow it. Go back later and see if things have turned around for them. Not saying you need to cut everyone out in your life who's going through something difficult. Obviously, you know, if it's your best friend and their husband is sick. You know, like that's yes, exactly that's not the stuff. It's the it's the whining and the attention seeking, sucking negativity, that stuff. Get rid of that. Yes. Just get rid of it all. And you'll just notice bit by bit, like do this once a month. Just get rid of that. And, you know, I scroll through my feed now and I'm actually having a hard time finding it because I do this all the time. Right. I've um, been doing the same. It, it, it will change your life. And really, none of us should be spending so much time on Facebook, especially as a business owner. Yeah, But, you know, sometimes we do. And even so, like the first five things I see, I would love to be inspired by, you know, and exactly. why, why not be if you have the power to click on the arrow? And I know that this is working because I'll have friends who will say, oh, did you see what so-and-so posted on Facebook? And I'm like, nope. Nope. Because I don't follow it anymore. <laughs> so that, that's that. That is my little uh, little positivity homework for you. Thanks so much again for listening to another episode of the Indie Parent Podcast. You can find us at theindieparent.com and on Twitter and Facebook at The Indie Parent. And then hop over to Instagram and share your pictures of your workspace or, you know, your coworkers. Someone posted a picture of their kids as their summer coworkers because if you're in the States, your kids are probably home from school. I still have a month left right now, so I'm feeling pretty good. Post all those pictures on Instagram with the hashtag IndieParent, and we will come over and like them and maybe share them in the Facebook group, things like that. I uh, hope that you will join us for our next episodes. You can always find us at theindieparent.com, 9 p.m. Tuesdays, and that's Eastern Time Zone. Take care. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.